This programme was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, MPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. MPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. It's about 9.30 and here on Triple Nine AM, you are listening to Manawatu People's Radio as we begin Catholic Radio on the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. During the next half hour, we will share in a radio liturgy where we will pray together, listen to and reflect on the day's scriptural readings, as well as hear the latest news from around our parishes. I'm Eileen, and helping me to proclaim God's word are Pauline and Aaron. Good morning. A warm welcome to everyone this morning. Our opening song is Be Thou My Vision from Selah.
As always, we begin our liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is the defender of all who are sacrificed to the God of money, who are manipulated for economic gain. He sacrificed himself as a ransom for them all. In today's gospel, Jesus reminds us we cannot serve two masters. For the times we have placed other people or things before God, we ask for forgiveness. Lord Jesus, your words are spirit and life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you share yourself with us so that we might grow in holiness. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you call us by name and invite us to relationship with you. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, our Saviour, you call us into your service. Make us wise and resourceful, children of the light who continue your work in this world with untiring concern for integrity and justice. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Let's now listen to God's word. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Hear this, you that trample on the needy and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, when will the new moon be over so that we will be able to sell the grain and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will measure out less and charge more and tamper with the scales, buying the poor for silver and the needy a pair of sandals and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their deeds. Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Our response this morning, praise the Lord who lifts up the poor. Praise, praise the, the Lord, Lord who lifts, lifts up the poor. poor. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time on and forevermore. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord who lifts, lifts up the poor. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on earth, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord who lifts up the poor. The Lord raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord who lifts up, up the poor. A reading from the first letter of Paul to Timothy. My dearly beloved, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgivings be made for everyone, 
for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our Saviour, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and the human race, Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all, and this was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him, that the manager was squandering his property. So the rich man summoned him and said to him, What is it that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do? Now that my master is taking the position away from me, I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do, so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked first, asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly and make it fifty. Then he asked another, How much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of his age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourself by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. Whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust you to entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You can serve God, you cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to, to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Exploitation, injustice, and corruption are, are as familiar as the sunrise and sunset. 
There are many similarities between 8th century BC Israel, the time of the prophet Amos, and our own world. Amos pulled no punches in his public utterances against the establishment. Looming over them was the threat of the violent and rapacious Assyrian Empire. Amos sought to call Israel back to the path of justice and righteousness. In other words, the way of God, before it was too late. Interestingly, he did not touch on what we might call religious practices, such as ritual, liturgy, and sacrifice. Instead, he described familiar patterns of human behavior, dishonest business dealings, as well as brutal and greedy tactics that crushed people and enslaved the poor. The spiritual health of the nation was always measured in terms of justice. God was most often outraged over injustice and the mistreatment of the weak and vulnerable. Amos ended with an ominous warning. God knows all about your crooked dealings and will not forget. Hiding behind false piety was not an option. Looking ahead in the Bible, we discovered that the warning was not heeded. In 722 BC, the Assyrian juggernaut rolled over the northern kingdom of Israel and it ceased to exist. But it's not just about Israel. It is addressed, it is addressed to our own time too. We have an economic system that services the greed and well-being of a small portion of humanity. So many people are crushed beneath a system whose only God is unlimited profit. If that, that were not enough, we have been treated to the spectacle of corporate corruption, raided pension funds, huge bonuses for officers while others are laid off, and bankruptcies that wipe out the life savings of many. Meanwhile, people sink deeper into debt or find themselves unemployed. The modern form of buying and selling the poor. Add to that the ecological damage that accompanies such a system, and it becomes clear that we need Amos's message. Actually, there are many like Amos that have been warning us, but to little avail. Mocking or ignoring the justice of God always ends badly for everyone. It's not too late to get it right, but it will require a huge change of mind and heart on the part of many. The author of the first letter to Timothy prayed for a quiet and peaceable life for believers. He offered up prayers for all those in positions of power and authority. Was he a supporter of the status quo? Hardly. He prayed for this so that the faith could be spread without hindrance. A quiet and peaceable life is fine up to a point, but should not be a call to self-absorption, to self passivity, or a lack of concern for the needs of the world. Speaking of corrupt business practices, Jesus used one such individual as the main character in a parable. 
He took an example from the everyday lives of the people at the time, and they would have been quite familiar with corruption. A business manager for a huge estate was caught embezzling from his boss and squandering his wealth. The boss was going to toss him. So the crooked manager was in an absolute panic. He had no marketable skills and knew that he would not find work. Since he was a crafty and enterprising crook, he called in his master's debtors and engaged in some very creative and shady bookkeeping. He cooked the books so that the debtors owed far less than they had previously, much to their, probably much to their delight. He reasoned that after he was fired, they would be grateful in concrete ways. Rather than being outraged, the master praised his shrewdness. Jesus then observed that people of this world, like the manager, were often much more on the ball when it came to using resources wisely and dealing with others than many dreamy-eyed children of the light. Jesus concluded with a warning about serving two masters. Everyone should decide today what they stand for and whom they serve. Not only that, the followers of the Lord should use their wealth and resources to make friends for eternity. Wealth and resources are never given just for ourselves, but to be shared. Today's decisions and actions have consequences for the future of our world and for each of us in eternity. That was Father Scott Lewis's Today's Actions Have Eternal Consequences. It's now 9.48 and you're listening to Catholic Radio on MPR. Tereo irirangi onatangata omanawatu. As we strive to use our gifts to make God known, loved, and served, we offer our prayers and petitions, knowing that God hears and answers them. For the church, that we may be good stewards of the gifts that God has given us. Use them for God's glory and never be possessed by our positions. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously, graciously hear, hear us. For the grace of diligence, that we may follow the command of Christ and use our gifts and resources to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, and care for the sick. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord, graciously graciously hear us. For the development of ethics and honesty in businesses, that all who lead companies may be guided by the Holy Spirit in implementing just practices and products that are beneficial. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord, graciously hear us. For all who are caught in deceit and corruption, that God will free their hearts and open and open to them the life and wholeness that comes from living in truth. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously, graciously hear us. 
Loving God, hear the prayers of your faithful people. Help us to grow as stewards of the resources with which you bless us, so that we might share these gifts generously. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So from St. Mary's Parish, a farewell to Father Minoj. After completing seven years of ministry in New Zealand, Father Minoj Matthew will return to the Indian province of the Rosminians on the 6th of October. Father Minoj will celebrate his farewell mass in St. Mary's Parish on Sunday the 2nd of October and St. Columbia's in Ashurst on Saturday the 24th of September. Father Minoj spent his first year in the parish of Hastings as an assistant priest. In the beginning of 2017, he became the parish priest of St. Mary's Palmerston North and St. Bridget's Fielding. We thank him for his leadership and his service of the people in the Palmerston North Diocese. And we ask you to keep the children from both St. Mary's Parish and the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit um, who are making, who are preparing for their first communion and we ask you also to keep in your thoughts and prayers uh, those people who are preparing for the celebration of the rites of initiation at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit and that's the notices for today and that is Catholic Radio for another week We'll be back again next week at the same time here on MPR. Thanks to all our listeners and thank you, Pauline and Aaron, for assisting this morning. Thanks, Eileen. As we conclude our liturgy, (coughs) may Almighty God bless us, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Taking us out today is I Will Choose Christ from Tom Booth. 
enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.